listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. It's the Diamond District Bonus Hour. Miller and Moulton, thanks so much for being with us. Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. At least that's the 6 to 9 portion of the show. This is just for, uh, you know, us in Southwest Florida. You know, like old times. You know, bada bing, bada boom. Seems like old times. Seems like old times. That's what 9 to 10 is. Underrated rom-com from back in the uh, early 80s. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, the rumor has it that, you know, the 9 o'clock hour is going to be heard by – more than just Southwest Florida coming up here in the coming weeks. So they will no longer have ownership to this hour? Okay, it will be for more than just our, uh, you know, longtime loyal audience. Wow. There may be some newcomers crashing the party, kind of like the Lions are trying to do. Crash the party. You know, second NFC championship game in history. Never been to the Super Bowl. You know, it's kind of like Miller and Moulton doing a nine o'clock hour for an audience outside the two three nine. You know, Jacksonville could be our Detroit Lions. I'm just saying, it's possible. I like this analogy. Are ongoing. This analogy works for me. I like it. Trent's <laughs> like anything you could work into the Lions. A nuclear <laughs> attack. If the Lions could be involved, that'd be phenomenal. It really would. I just somehow got you guys to talk about the Lions for that entire last segment. I love it. Well, they did make the NFC Championship. Right. There, there's reason to talk about them, and and not because they're picking first in the right. draft. Yeah, I don't right. even care who they draft. Heck, trade the pick. I. So funny. I said it to Trent. I was, you know, because there's a website called Tankathon that I use just because it lists the draft order. And I happened to just click on it during the week. And I said, Trent, do you realize that even if things go according to Hoyle and both favorites win, the Lions will pick 30th in the draft? It's enough to bring a tear to a fan's eye. It really is. And where's the, the draft? Detroit. Oh, that's right. Campus Martius, baby, right on the water. It's going to be jumping. When they're picking 32nd. <laughs> oh. They might hang the Super Bowl banner that day. Come on down to Ford Field before the draft. We're going to hang the banner. Take it easy now. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> but you are the one. You've said this. It's one thing when you win a game. But when you win a second, then you can taste it. Oh, yeah. Then it feels real. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's impossible not to dream now. Come on. It's 60 minutes. You know, even the 91 team. I mean, you know, they destroyed the Cowboys in the divisional round, 38 to 6. I mean, how are you not dreaming? 32 years ago that, you know, we're going to go, we're going to do this, even though their history in Washington was awful. Just like their history in San Francisco. I think it's 15 in a row they've lost in San Francisco. 15 times. That's tough to do. That seems like a lot. It really does. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a lot if it was a divisional opponent and you played every year. That'd be a lot. 
So I do love the stories. You know, we've gotten to know the, you know, what's it, 89-year-old Lion season ticket holder that NBC is focused on in the crowd the last two weeks. You know, there was a story that I saw where uh, a gentleman is dying and uh, he's in hospice care. But when he saw, you know, he remembered Amon St. Brown said, you know, we make the playoffs and die in the hair blue. All right. And so there it was for the first playoff game against the Rams side by side. He's home in his bed in his living room with his, you know, blue hair. All right. On his deathbed, him and Amon St. Brown, you know, I didn't miss together. You know, and, and you bring up the blue hair, which means Southwest Florida's got to be pulling for the Lions. Totally. Guys, I am not kidding you. I 100% looked into getting my hair dyed blue yesterday because I got my hair cut. I looked into it. It's too expensive. It's way too expensive. It's like 250 bucks because I got dark hair, so I'd have Wait to bleach it first. It's 250 bucks. I can go to aisle eight at Publix, get some food coloring. We could do it during a break. What are you talking about? It's because. 250 bucks. <laughs> I got dark hair. You got to bleach it first. Hold on. And then the... hey, somebody listening to the show who does hair, okay? We'll he's, make a deal He's right, right on the price. Coloring hair is really expensive. Uh, well, it is for women. Come on. This is a lion. No, it is blue. for men that color their hair too. It coloring your hair is really expensive. One of uh, almost on. as big of an overcharge as what photographers think they're worth. If the lions win Sunday, I'm doing it. You guys have my word. I'll show up on Monday with, with blue hair, blue hair. Well, Are maybe Tuesday. Serious? Cause no. it would, you know, I'd probably do it on Monday and then Tuesday I'd have the blue hair. You're going to spend that much money just to dye your hair blue? No, I'll do the cheap version like you said. Except here's the problem. If I if I don't do it right, it's going to end up being that dark blue, that Michigan right. yuck. It's important okay. to have the proper How blue. How about this? And I'm not in favor of this. I, I'm not a tattoo guy. I don't have one on my body. Okay? My wife doesn't have one on hers. I'm not a tattoo guy. But, you know, you're young and crazy, Trent. Why don't you just get like a Super Bowl 58 tattoo? Here's the thing. Okay, if the Lions make it and lose, I mean, I'll, I'll still have all the garb. I don't know if I can get a tattoo unless they win. I'll get a tattoo if they win. You will literally several. get a Lions tattoo if they win. Yes. On the chest, too. I, I've already planned it on out. The I want chest? I want grit tattooed on my chest in the oh, Lions final. I love I love when that that young lady from Appleton, Wisconsin, is resting her head on your lion's tattoo on your chest. That'll be awesome. Or when I'm 80 years old and it's all gross and stretched out, and I'm like, back when I was 24, the lion's I, won the Super Bowl. I've got nothing nothing against tattoos. I have one. Got it on my 40th birthday. Where is it? My leg. What is it? It's a frog. I like frogs. <laughs> wow. I used to wear I used to wear the soul patch. It's a frog with a soul patch. I was in Key West. So when the Horn Frogs beat Michigan two years ago, you were fired up. Yeah, I was. Double whammy for you. So they have to win to get the tattoo. For, for now, the I mean, tattoo, think about this. Yes. Hold on, hold on. You mean the Lions getting to the Super Bowl is not enough? Because I have to admit. The Lions making the Super Bowl to most of the rest of the country 
is like an early sign that the apocalypse is upon us. I mean, that's how big of an event it seems to the rest of us. Not a big enough event for well, you. here's the thing, David. There's levels to this. I mean, of course, making it is a huge deal. I'll, like I said, I'll have the T-shirt, the hat. I already do for the NFC North Division title, for crying out loud. But here's what you also got to remember. This is just the beginning for this group. Oh, I'm not, stop it. I, oh, stop boy. it. That's, you're done. Stop it. You're done. That's it. That's you're it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. That's this is the mute. beginning. That's really. This. Really. You can guarantee that. A, a franchise that hadn't won a playoff game in 32 years. Is the okay, future not bright? One play, hold on. Hold on. Had won one playoff game in 65 years, and you're going, oh, it's the beginning of a run. Really? It's such a well-run organization. It has such history to it level of success by the way the whole rest of the division is going to be better next year you're going to lose Every an offensive the coordinator be better right. you might and lose a defensive coordinator. coordinator i mean okay allow me to just and say you're this. a year away from losing no. your defensive coordinator right you're going to lose both coordinators now i trust dan campbell yeah hopefully he can make substantial hires and be able to replace these guys and keep things at the same level but there are no guarantees look what happened in philadelphia right trent Remember the stat I threw out there yesterday, which kind of stunned everybody? Name the teams in the league who have made the playoffs the last four years. There's only three of them. There, and one in the NFC. And it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you're talking about a run. A run? More so what Make I was saying was easy. if, by the grace of God, the Lions hey. were to win the Super Bowl in four years, I will be damned if I have this Super Bowl on my arm. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. If they were to do it in three or four years or next year, whenever, and they didn't do it this year, but I have this Super Bowl I'll tattoo on my body, that's you when know. I would be. You can't, ta- you can't put a losing Super Bowl tattoo on hey, your body. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I don't know, man. Really? With this franchise? I'll have the T-shirts. Uh, Larry in our Twitch chat room, this guy's worse than Felipe with the heat. <laughs> well, you have to admit, I mean, come on. The the heat uh, have been winners for 20 years. I mean, you can understand where this guy, okay, a.k.a. Trent, all right, uh, you can see where he's a little. Yeah, the heat had the greatest player different. ever for a while, LeBron James. Okay, that's another thing. Now you're really, <sighs> you're really trying to wow. moot yourself for the for next week. Charles Barkley would people. smack me across the face right now. Yes, and and and, that's and we'd let him beat us to it, right? We'll hold you down and put that t- tattoo on you, even if now you lose in the NFC Championship game. You keep saying stuff like that. Golly, <sighs> gotta reel this show back in all of a sudden. You got it. That's it. You've had your run. Diamond District Good bonus luck. hour just went off the rails. Yep. Good luck Sunday, and that's enough out of you. Miller and Moulton. Whew. You want to talk Chiefs-Ravens? <laughs> well, we did a lot of that. It's why we've gotten on this Lions-Niners little diatribe, because we did a lot on the Chiefs and the Ravens. A lot. And, yes, I am betting against Patrick Mahomes, probably at my own peril. 9-1-1. One, and one. As an underdog against the spread is Patrick Mahomes. His only loss was a home game. So on the road, Mahomes is 9-0-1 as an underdog against the spread. He is 8-3 straight up when an underdog in a game. But 
I'm sorry. I think this is the weakest Chiefs team of this glorious six-year run, which should not be taken for granted, by the way. Six consecutive AFC Championship game appearances. My goodness. How spectacular is that? And following the Patriots making it eight consecutive years. I mean, the Patriots' eight AFC Championship game appearances in a row were the 2011 through 2018 seasons. The Chiefs started this run in the 2018 season. So we have not had an AFC Championship game without the Patriots or the Chiefs in 13 years. That's like that you know, Federer Nadal Djokovic stat you had at the Aussie Open. Where it's been Djokovic, 20. But, right. Djokovic, by the way, beaten in the semis. So first Australian Open final since 2005 without Federer Nadal or Djokovic. Medvedev, by the way, came back from two sets to love down and one in five. Miller and Moulton. Good, bad, and ugly. What's on tap today was the day when all coming up. Welcome to the bonus hour, brought to you by Jason and Todd at the Diamond District. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. 21 minutes past the hour. Good, bad, and ugly. What's on tap? Today was the day when. Final thoughts. Recap our picks. Make a couple others. All coming up in a little more than 15 minutes time. Did the Falcons make a mistake? going Raheem Morris and not going Belichick. Yes. Okay. I'm just, it's a fair question. There are a lot of people. We've done a couple of Belichick poll questions. There's the majority of people who have responded, who have texted us, who have commented in the Twitch chat room. They're over Belichick. They they think he's a has-been. They think his success, he, that he's an overrated coach, and it's only because of Tom Brady. They, they're... We have been, I don't want to say chastised, but we have been questioned, doubted over the last couple of weeks when you and I are like, well, you hire Bill Belichick. We've had the majority of our audience go, oh, you guys are wrong. Don't you think that's a lot of Patriot hate, though, too? I, I think this is a time people are piling on because they've made a turn. The, the Bill Belichick, the GM, did the coach no favors. That roster is a mess. Yeah. No, and- he failed. Bill Belichick, the GM, failed Bill Belichick, the coach. Absolutely. Listen, if they went away from Belichick because of, you know, well, he wanted to come in and, you know, bring his own general manager and this, that, and the other thing, I could understand where any owner would go. Bill, I mean, your last five years, man, I, I, I can't let you pick the groceries. But that's not by all accounts, what he did. Now, it's what Rich McKay was worried about. And by the way, at the announcement yesterday, didn't Arthur Blank say that Rich McKay is no longer involved in football? Correct. He said that Raheem Morris will answer to him. Right. And the general and manager. the general manager. Who's, who's kind of was pushed aside by Rich McKay will now have more power. So let me get this straight. You chose... Raheem Morris over Belichick, but you pushed Rich McKay aside anyway? I mean, you know, Mark, for two years, I've wanted Raheem Morris to get another job. 
I thought that he had paid his dues. He's a totally different guy than he was when he was thrown into the deep end when he wasn't ready with Tampa. But I don't know how you can choose Raheem Morris as a coach for the next – I mean, you're an 80-something-year-old owner. I, don't talk to me about the long-term health of the organization. I mean, come on. Plus, how long do you keep this group of Falcons together? I mean, you, I'm sorry. Don't you have to look at everything that's like a three-year run? Let me let me just I, – I oversimplify things probably more than you, David, probably more than most people. But let me just ask you a question. Who's the Falcons quarterback next year? Kirk Cousins. Are you sure? Because with Bill Belichick, I was pretty damn sure. I was too. I was too. And that's an illegal phone call that you make. At least I would have made. No, I'm calling up. I make. Well, I won't call up Cousins directly because that could cost me a first-round pick and get me fined and suspended and all that. But I'd call his agent. And I'd say, I need to know now. I need to know now. Is he if we hire Belichick, is he coming? Yes or no? And I will hold you to this, by the way, for the rest of your life. And you're going to represent a lot more people than Kirk Cousins. You talk to your client. If we sign Belichick, is he coming? And if the agent goes, Well, if you meet our price, and that's when you go, Yeah, we'll meet it. Are you coming, yes or no? So if they get Cousins with Raheem Morris, then good for Atlanta, and we'll see how this works out, and maybe it works out really positively for them. If they don't, it just furthers the mistake that the Atlanta Falcons made. I I understood. I didn't agree with. I understood if they were going to hire someone not named Bill Belichick because of the whole power fight inside an organization and Rich McKay was going to win again. But you just push Rich McKay to the side and didn't hire Belichick. Wow. And you're not a 60-something-year-old owner. You're an 80-something-year-old owner. In which, let's be brutally honest, what do you want before you die? The same thing that the guy you're hiring is thinking, because his shelf life is about as long as yours as a coach. I'm stunned. Stunned. And I wanted Raheem Morris to get a job. But I'm stunned. And then, I mean, you fired him three years ago. He was your interim coach. You had him in the building for years. And now you hire him? That's 14 and candidates. I, I would have bought many of the other candidates if you're hiring over Bill Belichick. But you actually hired the guy you fired three years ago. And now think of the pressure. There's always pressure on a head coach. But now you've got to be the head coach that was brought in. from. And they may not care what the media thinks. But I think they do. We all think they do. And you're already starting out, and everybody thinks you hired the wrong guy. Well, and like you said, you know, and now Raheem's got to live up to, you know, God forbid he makes a, a controversial coaching decision late in a game. You know, would Bill Belichick have done that? You know, if they don't achieve what people think they should achieve, well, what do you think they would have done under Belichick? 
It is interesting, though. I mean, it certainly appears there's two job openings left, and Belichick and apparently Vrabel and Pete Carroll are not going to get any of them. But now, you know, let's look ahead. I mean, think about the coaches that are entering 2024 in which mm, rent don't buy territory. Mike McCarthy in Dallas, Nick Sirianni in Philadelphia. How about Mike McDaniel in Miami? How about Sean McDermott in Buffalo? How about at least one, if not both, of the coaches in New York? By the way, you want to talk about irony. How rich would it be if Belichick ended up coaching the Jets one day? Yeah, I don't you see know. that happening. Well, Mark. The Giants I could see happening. Can't oh, see I the Jets happening. See the Giants happening. He hates the Jets. Did you see the clip? Him and Parcells are walking through Giant Stadium like days before they're going to demolish it. And they're both mic'd up and they're both walking around. And they had gone through the Giants part of the stadium and they're coming over. And obviously, they both have history with the Jets. Parcells was the coach there three years. Belichick was his defensive coordinator. They went to an AFC championship game together. Belichick was named coach for a day. Okay, they have history with the Jets. They're literally going to walk in the door and go down the Jets side. And they stopped and they both went, nah. And Belichick's like, yeah, I hate the Jets. <laughs> but when you're 14 wins away from passing Shula and, they're all, and the phone's not ringing. I don't see it happening. Oh. <sighs> But think about it. I mean, have Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick coached their last games? I think Pete has for sure. The fact that he didn't even get an interview anywhere, David. Surprised the Chargers didn't interview him. Because there's also sure. there's a regional factor with Pete at this point. You know, and the fact that the Chargers Maybe. job was open, the Raiders job was open, just jobs on that part of it. Yeah, the- but he coached New England. I mean... I- well, I know, but I'm just going off. Pat seems passes. Pat seems yeah. to think there is. Yeah. But, but when it, there's only it, one job available. Right. Give it a year of being unemployed and let's see how married to the West Coast Pete is. That's a good point. Same with Belichick. You know, let's see how married Bill is to certain things when he's not employed in the NFL for the first time in fifty years. Good, bad, and ugly. What's on tap? Today was the day when. All coming up next. Miller and Moulton. Welcome to the bonus hour. Brought to you by Jason and Todd at the Diamond District. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. The home stretch of not just the show, but the week. Football Friday edition of Miller and Moulton. Final one of January. This is it. Three games left. Two of them this weekend. Three to ten o'clock. Nobody can bother you. Don't care who they are. Don't care how scantily clad they are either. Unless it's halftime. You got 13 minutes. Go. Should leave you 12 to get a snack. Exactly. But um boom. Uh for the record, Miller and Moulton both picking. The Ravens and the Niners, but in very different ways. I have the Ravens covering. Mark's taking the points with the Chiefs. 
Mark has the Niners covering. I love the points with the Lions. Go to that, Mark Miller, the David Moulton vote. On our poll question, Super Bowl 58, what do you think the matchup will be? This is as strongly as you felt about two games in a while. I get the sense that you really feel convicted that you're yeah, I mean, I've, I've listened to you pick games, and you're like, eh, you know, I'm picking this, but I'm not sure. You seem very sure of yourself this week. Why? I'm really sure on Baltimore. If Baltimore doesn't win in cover, I, I will be very surprised. Hey, for the record, the people seem to agree with David because the poll question right now, 69% have Ravens, Niners, or Ravens, Lions, one of the two. Well, the, the irony is Mark and I are both picking the same two teams to win. We're just seeing two very different games. I think Baltimore is a level above Kansas City. I think Kansas City has picked on two wounded animals the last two weeks and the Dolphins and the Bills. And I don't think they'll be able to score, what, 26 and 27 points they've scored the last two weeks. Yeah, I I don't know that the Chiefs get to 20. And I don't think they can hold the Ravens to less. So I, I just really like Baltimore. I think it's Lamar's game to lose. Either Mahomes has to steal it from him and just be Superman, which he's capable of doing. But I really think it's Lamar's game to lose. Biggest game of his life. It's his game to lose. He's got the better team. He's got more weapons. He's got the better defense. It's Lamar's game to lose. Lamar's really good he's gonna win his second mvp in five years when lamar's healthy the ravens win a lot and i just and he's the most dynamic player in the game when he's healthy even mahomes superman he's great i i know most everybody would take mahomes as their quarterback but lamar does things that nobody else in the league can do nobody else has ever played the position can do the todd munkin scheme is better than the Greg Knapp scheme. It's more versatile. Also, in fairness to Greg Knapp, come on, Greg Knapp didn't have the wide receivers that Munkin and Lamar have this year. They didn't. Now they have two tight ends. It's not just Andrews, it's Lively. Also, since the Ray Lewis-Ed Reed defense, have the Ravens had a better defense than the one this year? I mean, they lead the league in sacks. And they do it with a lot of players. I mean, they've gotten, what, 16 different players have sacks. I mean, that's remarkable. They're number one in giving up the least amount of big plays, 20-plus yard plays. So you can't hit them for big plays and score quickly. And you have to, what, grind out 10-plus play drives against a team that eventually will probably do what? Probably sack you. I mean, they're good for a sack a quarter, basically. That's tough to overcome. That's a, a sack is usually a drive killer. A sack equals punt most of the time. I, I just think, you know, Kansas City, a credit to them and what they've done to get this far. But come on, this is the worst Chiefs team in the last six. I mean, come on. That's why they're on the road. Right. It's time for someone to take back this segment, if for no other reason than to stop David from talking about Meghan and Harry. Here's Mark Miller with Today Was the Day When. 
1837 we start. It could just be more karma for Sunday. Because it was today that Michigan was admitted to the Union as the 26th state. Welcome. 1887, construction begins on the Eiffel Tower. 1913, Jim Thorpe relinquishes his 1912 medals for playing two seasons of semi-pro baseball. Today in 1924, American Charles Dutra was the first ever to win a gold medal. He would do so in the 500-meter speed skating. Pete Rozelle was elected commissioner today in 1960. It was on the 23rd ballot, David. They weren't very sure about Pete. It took a while. He was a PR guy with the Rams. I mean, I don't want to say that they, you know, were digging pretty far down the list or anything. Simon and Garfunkel's final studio album, Bridge Over Trouble Water, was released today in 1970. Pretty good, though. Pretty good. The Dukes of Hazard premiered today in 1979. I didn't watch. I did. I don't know why. I don't either. The Daisy Dukes were enough to turn that show on in and of itself. Is that the Eastbound well, and Down show? No. What's Eastbound and Down? That's its own show. Okay. Oh, yeah, the movie, the song Eastbound and Down is from the movie Smoking the Bandit. If okay. You're thinking of that. I'm way off. Sorry. You're 1979. You weren't even thought of. Don't worry, it's okay. Super Bowl twenty today was in '86. The Bears destroyed the Patriots. Richard Dent, your MVP in New Orleans. Oh, by the way, when are they going to win another Super Bowl? Think about that. Hell, they've only been to one since. I mean, no, no, seriously. I mean, we're coming up on forty years here. I mean, Bears going to? Yeah, if we asked a poll question, Bears going to win Super Bowl in the next twelve years? No. Because if not, that, okay, then that means they'll go 50 years without winning another Super Bowl. 92, Super Bowl 26. Washington 37 to 24 over Buffalo. At the Metro. I was at that. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, you were at that game, right? I was. Yeah. Got a seat cushion for my grandfather. He loved it. All the swag that you got for your Super Bowl seat was sitting on your seat. Gave it all to my grandfather. He loved it. Mark Rippin, the MVP. 97, Super Bowl 31 in New Orleans. Green Bay takes down the Patriots 35-21. Desmond Howard, the MVP. Today in 98, former President Clinton uttered that famous phrase, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. So get ready for next week when it's the the backtrack, right? I mean, how long, how long in between was it when he said, I did, when he admitted to it? Hmm. How long did that take? Well, I actually don't think he did. Yeah, I don't he, think he did. He oh, he did. He did. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, because he used the words that he used for a reason, sexual relations. All right. Because it was then in the impeachment thing and what have you, it was defined. And, and he argued that what they did did not qualify. Okay, I just I remember most, in history class. I think to most of the rest of the world it did. Okay. But. He's saying mouth hugs don't qualify. <laughs> Super Bowl 37 today, Tampa Bay bombs Oakland 48-21. Last one ever played in San Diego. 
That same day, Jimmy Kimmel Live debuted on ABC. And four years ago today, Kobe died. Douglas MacArthur, Paul Newman, Eddie Van Halen, and boxer Salvador Sanchez all born today. Man, Newman was a great actor. Yes, he was. Bob Euchre's 89. And still working. I know. Anita Baker and Ellen DeGeneres are both 66. The great one, Wayne Gretzky is 63 and Vince Carter is 47. What did I miss, David? Not much, man. Not much. I mean, for by the way, of all the states to pass the first prohibition law, can you believe it was Tennessee? Tennessee. I saw that. I mean, who in the world that Tennessee? Tennessee. Do you know all the liquor that they they you know brew in Tennessee? Right. Jack Daniels. Pro- right. Jack Since Daniels for- is brewed in a dry county, David. What the heck? Unreal. By the way, nothing. Anita Baker? Nothing says America quite like that, by the way. Is that Ring My Bell? That's who that is? No. That's Anita Ward. I got to just stop talking during this today was the day. Yes, yes, you do. Unless, you know, unless it's 20 years ago. You emptied the tank at least a half an hour ago, maybe an hour ago. (laughs) But he's still going. He's still swinging. Oh, yes. He's like the Energizer Bunny. You, you remember the, the football game we used to play as a kid when they all just went yeah. around and crashed? The electronic the football That's game. That's what Trent is right now. He can't go forward and run a pattern. He's just going around in circles. He's, he's running into the bench on the sidelines. David, okay, he's that vibrating. defensive lineman with uh, two arms down and out yes. that catches hands with the other one, and they're just doing loop-de-loops right I'll now. I'll tell you, exactly. you guys should really be rooting for the 49ers on, on Sunday. I'll tell you no. that much. Otherwise, it's going to be two weeks of this. I can't sit no, still. No, 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 it's not actually. No, <laughs> no. We'll, we'll give you a, may. We'll give you a moment in time. We may give you a day. Okay. I'm gonna come in on Tuesday, and the mic's gonna be gone. Mark's just gonna have the mic unhooked. Just unplugged. <laughs> just unplugged. We I'm still tight with the engineer. The engineer is the only person in this building that still likes Miller and Moulton. Okay. The accountant and the engineer. Those are the two we can count on. We will have a camera on you, though, just so that we could show everybody on Twitch you talking to yourself. You've heard folks elsewhere mock Florida is gonna Florida. Well, Mark Miller sees it differently. He calls it the good, the bad, and the ugly. What you got, Mark? Go to San Francisco area of California where a woman was trapped on top of her overturned pickup for 15 hours in rushing water as she tried to cross a swollen creek the car was swept away and she was fortunate enough to get on top of it stayed there for 15 hours before California Highway Patrol with helicopters were able to lift her off overnight on top of your car in a river doesn't seem like fun to me no it seems stressful for the bad, we go to Fort Myers Shores, where Anthony Carlone was out on a date. Took a woman out for a burger. While he was at the bar, he became upset because she started talking with another man. He'd seen enough, and he tried to get the woman to leave and go home with him. When she refused, he became more irritated. So he went out to his car, waited for the guy who was talking to the woman to come out. That's when Anthony called him a punk and pointed his gun at him. Anthony was arrested on charges of aggravated assault. Imagine that. He had drugs on him, too. What? No. 
Anthony's a looker, too, based on the mugshot. Don't know what that woman was trying to get away from. Finally, the ugly. We go to Naples, where an elderly Naples man is in custody after using his Porsche convertible as a battering ram, firing off multiple rounds of a pepper ball gun during a road rage incident Wednesday evening. Charles Edel got into a confrontation after cutting off another driver near a Chick-fil-A. Words were exchanged, and then he crashed his vehicle intentionally into another car and fired, fired two rounds of a pepper ball gun at him. He's watching the championship games in jail this weekend. And that is the good, the bad, and the ugly on today, January the 26th, 2024. All right, Trent, I mean this. You know, I'm into karma. And when things happen, they happen in groups. The Lions will win Sunday if Michigan State wins at Wisconsin tonight in college hoops. You're trying to give me a heart attack. <laughs> 8 o'clock FS1. Badgers only a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. That's a small line on Wisconsin. Wisconsin beat them in East Lansing last time they met in December. Uh-huh. Wisconsin's the better team until proven. Sparty with a chance tonight. Just saying, Trent, if it's going to happen, it'll start tonight, and then it'll just go right through the weekend for you. I'm here for it. Uh, NBA Magic in action tonight, one of uh, six games there in Memphis to take on the Grizzlies. Actually, one of eight games. Four games in the NHL. The Panthers are on the road taking on the Penguins tonight. Your Rangers hosting Vegas in what should be a pretty good game as well. Yeah, 7 o'clock on ESPN. So there you have it. Miller and Moulton both taking the Ravens and the Niners, but very different bets. Mark's taking the Chiefs and the points. I'm laying the points with the Ravens. Mark taking the Niners and laying the points. I'm taking the Lions and the points. There you have it. Enjoy championship weekend, everyone. Kansas City and Baltimore. Baltimore, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The Niners are a seven-point favorite over the Lions. We'll break everything down Monday morning, 6 a.m., right here. Thanks for listening, Miller and Moulton.